What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 42 of the Vitality Unleashed podcast. We are your hosts, Coach Dylan and Coach Lauren, and today is Training Tuesday, and we're going to be discussing... uh, I think my headphones just went out? Yeah. And we're going to be discussing why you need to stop switching it up. Yes, and what we mean by this is stop switching up your workouts every week. Stop switching out your workouts every day. Stop even switching them up every month. It is super important that you do stick to the same movements for a pretty long period of time. I'll tell you guys, like, I've probably been doing a variation of the same movements for years now. Oh, yeah. So some of the most successful pros uh, in the bodybuilding scene, which obviously when it comes to training in the gym, that's who you want to look at because those are the people who develop the most muscle, build the most impressive physiques in the gym. A lot of them will do the exact same lifts for decades. Yeah. So of course, it's also important to address that everyone is going to the gym for different reasons. Some people genuinely just want to go to the gym to feel good. Um, So if you don't necessarily care about the physical property of it, care about the physique side of it, it's not as important. We're more so talking about how to maximize the actual physique portion of it. Yeah, if your goal is just health, then bodybuilding training really isn't for you anyway. I would do some sort of like hybrid style. Yeah, training. for sure. Yeah, so there's different types of training. Obviously, there's bodybuilding style, there's powerlifting style, there's just functional health style. Yeah. And definitely for the specific, if you are trying to be a better athlete, if you're trying to get stronger in powerlifting, if you are trying to... Um, progress in bodybuilding, progress on the physique side of things, all of these, it's equally as important to really focus on getting good at the same movements. Yep. Focus on consistency. That is the biggest thing here. So with that, a huge mistake that people make that prevents them from maximizing their growth is always switching up their movements. But why? Because you need to be able to see the improvement. How you're, how are you going to get better if you're constantly doing something different? If you're a sprinter and you run 100 meters, but then every single sprint practice you run 60 meters, 70 meters, 55 meters, 120 meters. How do you know you're actually getting better at the 100 meter? Yeah, and I I struggled with this for a very long time. I'd say, oh well. I'm just training hard. I'm just, you know, pushing myself in the gym. But if you're not actually keeping track of these things and progressively doing the same movements week after week after week, you are just not maximizing, you know, your potential. And it can just be a little bit frustrating to think about it because you're truly just wasting so much time in the gym when you could be progressing so much faster. If you just take that little extra time to dial things in and, you know, kind of bite the bullet you don't need to be changing these things up every single week even though it can get a little bit boring it's just not the most optimal way to do it yeah and when it comes to tracking your progress it's not always lifting heavier weight while that is one metric you can track it's also improving your technique doing more reps these are also ways that you can track your progress so maybe for you there's a movement that you know you're always switching up your movements because your shoulder hurts when you're doing a certain like exercise and you're like okay maybe instead of always switching it up every time your shoulder starts hurting when you change the movement maybe you should actually just change your technique improve your technique figure out what you can do better in the movement and then that's a form of progressive overload as well yeah so the basis is progressive overload i know you hear everybody talk about this but what actually is it it's really just increasing in any way a lot of people think it's just trying to 
get stronger every single week and I actually would advise against that because that's when a lot of ego lifting does come into play so it could be as little as adding one rep to one set it could be adding a couple pounds if you think you're ready for that it could also just be slowing it down improving Mm -hmm. your technique focusing on mind muscle connection these are all forms of progressive overload Obviously, the easiest ways to track progressive overload is on the weight and rep side of things. But if you know that you are improving your intensity, that is also going to get you the results. I would say this is why you'll see so many people when they're like 17, 18, 19, lifting heavy ass fucking weight. But then you're going to see them when they're 30 and they're lifting the same weight. And you're like, why? Well, because it's not just the weight you're lifting, their technique got way better. They slowed the movements down way more. They feel the movements better. And in turn, you're not lifting as heavy as weight because you're not just ripping weight up. So that's why weight is just not the only metric that you should be tracking for progressive overload. Exactly. And I know people who are not a huge fan of tracking their lifts. And the reason for this, it's valid. The reason for this is typically that, you know, you get too obsessed with it. You're really trying to beat these numbers every single week. It gets really obsessive that your form does get sacrificed sometimes because you're really just trying to push these numbers. And that can lead to injury, just poor form in general, which isn't going to be beneficial on any side of things. But I totally get where it can also be a little bit addictive just trying to beat those numbers every week i know i have struggled with that myself in the past so it's important to find that balance of knowing when to push past when to not push past mechanical failure is different than you know regular just all out failure you know when you know that you're not able to get another rep with good form that's when you should be stopping yeah typically but saying that Some people take that out of context and think not good form is like you're pressing and your elbow just gets at a slightly worse angle and then you stop pressing when you could have done four or five more reps. That's an issue when it comes to people like mechanical failure and I'm like, hey, at some point you do need to lift with intensity and just because your form changes a little bit doesn't mean you should be stopping your lift every time. Yeah, exactly. There's also a huge variation when it comes to different movements like failure is going to look a lot different on back squats than it will look on lateral raises like for these bigger more compound movements you shouldn't be pushing yourself past you know when your form's not as good because you're going to get injured so fast that you're pushing yourself on something like a deadlift and your back is all arched like that is just going to lead to injury very very fast but with the more accessory movements like lateral raises bicep curl these are you know movements that cheap cheat reps are a lot more acceptable because they're not as you know gonna get you injured yeah i would say like a great example of when a lift's form getting out of whack and still lifting past is okay versus not is like if you're bench pressing if you're bench pressing and your arms are typically something around 45 degrees when you're pressing ideally and then okay your arms flare a little bit and they get to like 60 not a huge deal but if you're pressing and your feet start coming off the ground your your uh chest isn't big anymore your shoulders are rolling forward your core is not tight then you're like, okay, fuck, like I need to go rack this weight now. So there's the difference between are you really endangering yourself with the form coming out or is it like you do one or two reps, you're going to be fine 90, 999 out of a thousand times. Exactly. So it's important to kind of know the difference because a lot of people just take take all the information as it is and just go by that 100% of the time. But the reality is that sometimes you do need to have a little bit more intensity when it does come to your training, not always focusing on the most perfect form, you know, at the end of your set. Sometimes it won't be perfect, but it is important to recognize 
what movements that is appropriate for. Absolutely. And when you figure out the movements that are appropriate for you, these are the movements that you should be sticking to because maybe you do have some movements where your form just gets super out of whack really fast. Like a lot of people with deadlifting, uh, maybe you just really, really poor at not curving your spine too much. And you're like, okay, I shouldn't be deadlifting. Maybe I'm going to do cables instead for deadlifts instead of barbell or something like that. And then that's when you figure out what movements you're doing. And that's also when it's okay to switch up movements when you are trying to still figure out what your program is. But at some point, you do need to have your program figured out. You can't keep switching up movements every other week just because you're like, well, I want to try something different. If a movement is working for you and it's like your form's good, you feel it, fucking stick with it. Yeah, and there's also nothing wrong with doing the same movement even multiple times a week. I know I've had multiple clients oh, ask yeah. me like, oh, like I shouldn't, I should be doing different variations. Like why am I doing the same movement twice a week? And I'm like, that's just a way to kind of speed up that progressive overload in a sense. Like, yes, there are different variations to movements, but there's also nothing wrong with repeating the same movements as well. Oh, I do the exact same chest movements for both my chest days. Like it works. I'm like, this is what I like doing. These machines feel great. I'm like, why wouldn't I just repeat them again? Yeah. So how often would you say that you do change up your workouts, change up your movements? Fuck, never. Unless like I won't, I will not change up my movements unless I am changing my goals change. That's another reason where you might change movements. It's like, okay, I've been really, really focusing on chest for a while. And now it's like, okay, I feel my chest has progressed, which I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon, but let's just say it happens eventually. You know, like, okay, now I really want to focus on my back. Maybe then I'll switch up movements so I can get a little more back focused in my workouts. Uh, but even then, then I'm still going to probably keep the same back movements I have for my other back day or similar ones in there. I don't really change movements. If I feel the movement well and my form's good, I don't get injured. I keep doing it. That's why I have not had an injury like knock on wood in fucking two years. Yeah, it's like maybe I'll change my workouts a couple of times a year, kind of just like changing the order, changing the variations a little bit. But like ultimately I'm doing the exact same movements pretty much always because again, like if it works, it works. And there's no way around that really. Um, yeah, I, I'd say I probably change my movements maybe once a year. The only time that I would actually like implement a new movement is maybe if we like switch gems and there's some new machine that yeah. I want to try out or something and I really end up liking it. But again, like so many people are always just looking for a shortcut, like, oh, this movement's some special movement. But guys, like it's been proven, like stick to the basics. Yeah, people are like, Arnold Press or whatever weird fucking, this, put the D-handle on this pull-down, do it like this, it's going to be awesome. I'm like, in the end, guys, like, you still need to be lifting fucking hard and you need to be consistent. I don't care about your shortcuts. If you're not lifting hard and being consistent, I don't care what movements you're doing. Yeah, so... How often would you say that somebody should say somebody is training for physique? So training for either bodybuilding or just because they want to look better physically. How often should someone go about changing up their workouts at all? Or should they even worry about that? I honestly am an advocate for if you still need to work on the same muscle groups and you're enjoying your movements, don't change it up. I would say if you are going to, I like 12 weeks is my rule for uh, then it's like, okay, reevaluate. Is there a movement that I would like to try? Is there a movement I haven't been enjoying? And then you can swap it out then. But ideally, 
Just don't switch your fucking movements and keep progressing in them. If you like them and they're working, there's just no point. Yeah, I know what I personally do with my clients. Like, a lot of people will be asking, oh, when do I get new workouts? And I'm like, uh, well, typically at the 12-week mark is when I check in with them seeing like, hey, how are we doing? Or if they show signs of fatigue or whatever it might be earlier, then we might check in and change some things. But typically at 12 weeks is when we do our first training check-in and I'm like, hey, is there anything that you're struggling with anything that you just hate, like any movements that you really want out, any movements that you want in, anything you're struggling with specifically. That's also when we might go about doing some sort of a deload, again, just dependent on how they're feeling and how hard they have in training. But that's 12 weeks is a good mark to maybe adjust a few things. But even if I am giving a client new workouts, like it's going to be the same movements. There's no special magic hidden movements. Like maybe they're in a slightly different order. Yeah, and like if a client wants a specific movement added in, then guess what? That movement's added in and one is taken out. Everything else is exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. So many people think that there's just like some secret formula that uh, these super special movements doing these different rep ranges are just going to get them their way faster, but that's just not the case at all. Sticking to the basics, I know it's not always what everyone wants to hear. Just keep doing the same shit, but that's just the reality of it. Yeah, like... A lot of people will be like, oh, first set, I did 20 reps to failure. Uh, Next set, I did time under tension, five reps, but just holding it for 30 seconds on the way down. The next set, I did six reps heavy to failure. And then the next set, I did a drop set. And I'm like, let's just calm down, make it simpler, make it easy to track, make it easy to progress. Exactly. So that's all we wanted to touch on today. The importance of repeating the same movements for a long ass time. That's how you're going to get the most optimal results. Most successful people are fucking consistent. That is what matters. Same thing in the gym. Peace. Peace.